This anointed teaching by Apostle David Muluzi is brought to you by God's Tabernacle Christian Family Church. We hope you have an encounter with God as you listen to this message. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Praise God. Now, I want us to be going to our first item of personal wisdom in the will of God. Hallelujah. Personal wisdom in the will of God. Now, when we go back to our scripture in Ephesus, Ephesians chapter 1, from verse 15, for this reason, because I've heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love towards all the saints, I do not cease to give thanks for you, remembering you in my prayers, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give you the spirit of wisdom. Yeah. Now, do you see here that the Bible, the, the, the Bible doesn't say may give you wisdom. But he says, may give you the spirit of wisdom. Now, spirit of wisdom, it's much bigger, broader, better than wisdom itself. Yeah, because spirit of wisdom, it's a series of wisdom in different areas you know, of our lives. You see, if somebody, uh, let me say, whatever profession it is, maybe it's a doctor, uh, that that person is knowledgeable only in medical field. You know, he would know that, okay, when somebody comes coughing and having these symptoms, this is what, uh, this is the knowledge I can apply. So it's wisdom in that field. If it's a mechanic, you know, he knows that if a car uh, sounds this way, then the possibility is this and this and that, you know, uh, needs to be at or need to be attended to. Yeah, so you find that they have wisdom in a particular field and area. Yeah, but when you have the spirit of wisdom, what happens? You have wisdom in uh, all areas. You find yourself being able to understand. You know, every area you're able to go through. Uh, your wisdom, it's not like in a pigeonhole. It's not like on this particular, but it's broader. Are you with me? It's a spirit of wisdom. Yeah. And so, uh, and, and we need spirit of wisdom. Yeah. So that's why you find maybe the best doctor uh, in town, but... Uh, when you look at his marriage, it's terrible. Why? Because he does not have wisdom in marriage. You understand? You know, that he might be having, be an expert in this, but when it comes to marriage, you realize that, you know, he messes up his life. You know, that uh, he makes make uh, a use of his position, you know, maybe to get ladies and so in a way, hating his marriage. So he lacks wisdom in that area. Are you with me? So having a spirit of wisdom 
it's being able to be wise in all areas of, y of your life. You know, you know that uh, when it comes to finances, I know how to handle my finances. You know, you find people that are expertise in a particular profession, but maybe if they're running their business, you find that their business is not doing well. You know, it's just uh, going down because they don't have the spirit of wisdom. You know, that, okay, yes, I have an expertise, but this is how I can manage my resources and I can maximize, maximize you know, my efforts and have, you know, more returns, you know, things like that. So as an individual, it's better to have spirit of wisdom, you know, to be able to have wisdom in all areas, uh, not only in one area, but in all areas that I know how to handle my children, I know how to handle my finances, I know how to uh, handle my family, I know uh, when I, I, I have this problem, you know, that at least I know how to figure it out that what needs to happen, amen? It's a spirit of wisdom. And so the Bible says uh, here that I am praying that God will give you spirit of wisdom. And you know, uh, why spirit of wisdom? Spirit of wisdom because Apostle Paul was not there with them, was not sub Yes, he wrote them letters to, uh, to tell them, okay, you ask this question and this is my answer, this is what, I, you know, he did all of that, but he was not going to be there with them all the time. Yeah, and that's why they need spirit of wisdom. Spirit of wisdom, will give you understanding that, okay, here we are, we are running this church, uh, and there is this problem, yeah, and I can't pick up a phone and phone Paul. You know, there were no phones there. If, if I write the letter, it might take time, and I need to solve this problem immediate. Amen? You know, yesterday, our phones were not working, and I, I called and said, you need to send an email, I said, I need to make a call. I use my phone to call. I, I said, I need to make, you know, a long call, and I need to do it now. So don't tell me that I need to send an email, you know. So I pressed and, and said, okay, let me get a technician, and quickly, and they were able to sort it out. You know, so uh, at times, there is not that time to, uh, to wait for, so you need wisdom. You need wisdom that uh, I need to have wisdom how to solve this problem now. Amen? Yeah. So when you have spirit of wisdom, uh, God will knows what is, how best can he solve that problem at that particular time. And so uh, because now you have spirit of the Lord, and so spirit of the Lord, well, now you're able now to have spirit of wisdom. He brings in spirit of wisdom, the culture of wisdom. You know, he will tell you that this is how you need to solve this problem. You know, spirit of wisdom. Now, Paul says that I am praying for them, you know, that you would have spirit of wisdom. You would operate in the wisdom of God. You, know, you would know how to handle situation in every situation. You know, you will be able to solve that problem so that God may give you spirit of wisdom. 
Now he says here, and revelation in the knowledge of him. You know, to know God, it takes revelation. Amen. You know, that God would have to have revelation about God. Yeah, there are people who have studied uh, about God, but they have, God has not yet been revealed to them. So we need spirit of revelation in our lives. Revelation of God. Revelation of uh, the presence of God, of who God is in our lives. There are people who go to church, attend for years, but not have revelation of God. And so in our lives, we need to walk in the revelation of God, that we would know God. Paul says that, you know, that I may know him and the power of his resurrection, you know, that I may know God. He wanted to pursue, uh, uh, to have a pursuit of knowing God. Amen? So the first item uh, that we're praying for is uh, wisdom in the will of God, uh, that we would have wisdom in the will of God. Of God. Let's go to Col uh, Colossians 1, verse 9. Colossians 1, verse 9. And so from the day we heard, we have not ceased to pray for you, asking that you may be filled with the knowledge of His will. You know, you be filled with the knowledge of His will. If if this, this uh, you know, item here, it's hollow inside, I imagine. And if maybe we imagine that it is you. Yeah. And, then, uh, and then I take uh, the will of God about your life. Yeah. And then I pour it inside. And I saturate you with the will of God. Now, that's exactly, in other ways, that this is what God has planned for your life. Now, the will of God, when you are filled with the will of God, uh, you, as the container, you will be controlled by the will of God. Amen? You know, you won't be hollow. You won't live your life empty-handed. You know, you won't uh, uh, live your life without, you know, meaning but you will be controlled by the will of God in your heart. Amen? You know, you will be filled with the... So he's praying for that, that be filled with the knowledge of his will. You know, the knowledge to know God, what is your will. You know, you're filled with the knowledge of his will. Now, how must he... How must that knowledge come in our lives, the knowledge of the will of God in all what? Uh, in all spiritual wisdom. You see that importance of wisdom. In all spiritual wisdom you know, and understanding. In other words, that even when I know the will of God, let me be able to discern how God wants me to apply that will. Have wisdom in how is this will going to apply and be applicable in my life. And so that's what he's praying for. He says that you be filled with the knowledge of his will 
in all spiritual wisdom and understanding. And so today we are praying, we are praying that, you know, as the first prayer item, personal wisdom in the will of God about your life. You know, wisdom that God, uh, you have, I know the plans, as the Bible says, I know the plans that I have about you are plans to give you hope and a future. You know, are plans to, to prosper you, you know, and to make you successful. Now, those are the plans. That is the will of God. But now we need to know the purpose of the, the wisdom of God in uh, to, in that will of God, that God's your will about my life is that I would prosper, is that I would have a future. You know, maybe you're here, you're concerned about your future, what's going to happen in my future. God has a great future for you. Amen? And he says it's a good future. You know, uh, a life that I, I have, you know, uh, uh, to bless you. My plan is to bless you and to give you a future. You know, that you would do well. That is the plan and the purpose of God about your life. So, but now we need the wisdom of God to operate and to apply that wisdom in our lives, you know, in working in the will of God. We need that wisdom. So, praying for the wisdom of God, it's important in our lives uh, that we walk in the wisdom of God. So, you're going to pray for yourself and say, God, I am praying that I walk in your wisdom, wisdom about your will in my life. You know, that the will that you have for me, I would be able to apply wisdom you know, and, uh, and walk uh, in that will, you know, in all spiritual wisdom and understanding in the name of Jesus. Can we pray for that right now? Father God, we are praying for personal Oh, Lord, lives, we are praying, Father, for personal wisdom, wisdom in our lives, that, God, we may walk in Jesus' name. We have prayed. Hallelujah. Praise God. We thank God for his grace. Hallelujah. All is well with us. Amen. Praise God. Let me take this time to... Acknowledge all those that have joined us online, you know, those that are posting, and uh, we really appreciate you, you know, Pastor Matladi and your congregation, Pastor uh, Pathele and your congregation, you're watching at your Weapons of Faith, CFC Mangueng Campus, trust that you are enjoying prayer and all other people that I see that you're, you're, you're watching there. So we want to appreciate you, Pastor Rapolo, you know, and all other people. You know, thank you for joining in and uh, for being part of this prayer. And I know that God is blessing you even at your campuses, wherever you're watching. I know that Bila Bila is watching, is following these prayers. And so God bless you, you know, all of you that are watching, following us. And I believe that the anointing of God that is in this place, you know, it's also resting upon your life there. Hallelujah. Praise God. So we thank God right now. 
for that. Now, I want us to be praying for the guidance of the Holy Spirit in all of our affairs. You know, that we would be led by the Spirit of God. Amen? You know, uh, John chapter 10, verse 1. Where's my water? Come on. Where's my water? Is that my water? John chapter 10 from verse 1. Now, uh, the Bible says, Truly, truly, I say to you, he who does not enter the sheepfold by the door, but climbs in by another way, that man is a thief and a robber. Yeah. But he who enters by the door is the shepherd of the sheep. Amen? You know, he who enters by the door is the shepherd of the sheep. Now, we are the sheep of the Lord. Hallelujah. You know, and uh, Jesus is our shepherd. And so, uh, listen to what he says here. Verse 3. To him the gatekeeper opens, the sheep hear his voice, and he calls his own sheep by name and leads, leads, leads them out. You know, the gatekeeper opens, the sheep hear his voice, you know, the voice of a shepherd, and he calls his own sheep by name. God knows you by name. Amen? And you will know his voice. You know his voice. And verse 5, a stranger they will not follow, but they will flee from him. For they do not know the voice of strangers. You're going to pray that I will not hear voices of strangers. Amen. I will hear the voice of a good shepherd. I'll hear the voice of my shepherd. I'll hear the voice of Jesus. You know, the voice of Satan will not, uh, you know, will not, I will not hear his voice. I refuse. I close my ears from hearing the voice of a stranger. You know, but I hear the voice of a good shepherd. Amen. And so, uh, so we are we hear his voice and we follow uh you know his voice we follow his voice the sheep hears his voice and they follow his voice you know so we're going to pray that god we follow your voice we follow your guidance we follow your plan we follow your purpose hallelujah the voice of a stranger we will not follow yeah, but we follow the voice of a good shepherd, the voice of the Lord. We will follow that voice in our lives. So we pray now for guidance in our lives, the guidance of God, that God would guide us and would lead us uh, by his spirit, would guide us that uh, what he has planned for us, we will see his guidance in our lives. 
our our eyes, our spiritual eyes, will be open to see the guidance of God in our lives. That God is guiding us, God is leading us, God is directing our path. You know, we will follow His guidance in Jesus' name. That we will never take irrational decisions that are away from the guidance of God, but we will take decisions based on how God is leading us, amen, you know, on the guidance of God. So I want us right now to pray, you know, for guidance of God in your life, that God, 2020, you will guide me. You will guide me from now until the end of 2020, you know, that I will follow your guidance. I will not hear the voice of a stranger. I will not hear the voice of the enemy, but I will follow the guidance of God in my life. I will walk in the guidance of God in my life. In Jesus' name, let us pray that right now. Father God, we are praying for guidance in our lives. In the name of in Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. Proverbs chapter 4, verse 7. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Proverbs chapter 4 and Verse 7. Thank you, Lord. Bless the name of the Lord. Praise God. Thank you so much. Also, all the people that are watching, you know, all those that are posting in there, we are encouraged. Hallelujah. Praise God. Matlo Rapolo Lesiho Molajana Anamodika is he at work? Kakoma Wesley Grace Molo, those that have posted. And Blessing Sibito is he not here? Labohan Rakubu Lydia Mosenya. Fine, I've spoken about Pastor Pashele and, and uh, all of you. God bless you. Bless you. Hallelujah. Praise God. We thank God for His grace upon our lives. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Away. Now, uh, the Bible says, the beginning of wisdom is this. The beginning of wisdom is this. Get wisdom. And whatever you get, get insight. You know, this is the beginning of wisdom. And what is it? Get wisdom. You know, the beginning of wisdom is to get wisdom. See, when you seek for wisdom, then you have begun to be wise. You have taken the first step of wisdom. You know, uh, when, you ha when you're seeking wisdom. And so, uh, here, God says, now other translation says, wisdom is the principal thing 
therefore get wisdom. Amen? You know, in all you're getting, get understanding. Hallelujah. Yeah. So, Bible in basic English says the first sign of wisdom is to get wisdom. Yeah. When we see that we are wise, that's when you seek for wisdom. And then that is the first sign of wisdom. You know, contemporary English version. The best thing about wisdom is wisdom itself. Yeah? That's awesome. Eh? The best thing about wisdom is wisdom herself. Good sense, it's more important than anything else. And that's what we need. That's what we desire in our lives. Amen? You know, and so, uh, the beginning of wisdom is to acquire wisdom. You know, wisdom is the utmost, it's of utmost importance, ISV says. Wisdom is of utmost importance. So, uh, is the is the first thing that we need in our lives, wisdom. You know, to walk in wisdom, amen. To uh, to be there in the wisdom of God and to see the wisdom, to seek for wisdom. You know, that is the most important thing. So even as we're praying, praying for wisdom, you know that uh, we are doing the right thing. Hallelujah. You know, by praying for wisdom. When we pray for wisdom, we are doing the right thing, you know, in our lives. So that is, it's a sign of wisdom. You know, when we, when we pray for wisdom, it's a sign of wisdom. Hallelujah. You know, so we're going to pray right now. Uh, now, every, from 12 o'clock, there are different pastors that are coming to, you know, and leading prayers. So, I'm left with about 15 minutes. So, uh, I want us in this, uh, you know, f the next 15 minutes, you say, God, wisdom is very important to me. I will seek wisdom, you know, and I seek wisdom, and I embrace wisdom, and I walk in wisdom. Because it is important in my life. Can we pray that right now? In Jesus' name, let us pray. Father God, we're praying right now for wisdom, Lord. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. Now, even as he says that the first sign of wisdom is to seek wisdom. Uh, you know, that I want you to pray for yourself that God... Let me seek wisdom. Now, uh, Jesus Christ is our wisdom. The Bible says Christ is our wisdom. So uh, the first sign of, of being wise is to seek Christ in every situation. Amen? You know, when you are in a situation, the best thing is how would Christ respond in this situation? Yeah. Or Christ, I know that you have a plan, you know how, how this is going to work out. You know, how are you going to work out? Let my eyes see how Christ, you are working out in this situation. 
Amen. You know, and as we have prayed for guidance, uh, that in any situation, uh, Christ, how are you? How would you solve this problem? And it means that this is how I would be guided. Hallelujah. And so, uh, when we seek Christ, we seek His wisdom. We seek His guidance. So even as we pray right now that we are to seek wisdom, you know, don't, don't just look at or, oh, you know, any other, but just know that, you know what, I, will, I am, I am, I am uh, seeking Christ, guidance of Christ. I am seeking Christ to follow me. The Bible says that when the children of Israel went into the wilderness, when they w wanted water, the water came out. And in 1 Corinthians, it explains to us that that, that rock that produced water was Christ. You know, the rock was following them. Christ was following them. Amen? So when you have Christ, when you're seeking for Christ, you're seeking the rock that will always produce water. You're seeking for wisdom that you will need in every situation. So even as we're praying for wisdom in our personal lives, let us pray. Cry uh, uh, unto God that God, I want to walk. I want to see Christ in, in every situation that Christ would appear. In every situation would help me how to solve uh, any problem and every problem in any and every situation. That's what we are seeking for when we are seeking wisdom and guidance. We are seeking Christ manifested in every situation. Amen. Let us pray that right now in Jesus' name. Father God, we are praying right now for guidance, Lord. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. Still on guidance, let's open our Bible from Ephesians 1.18. Ephesians 1, verse 18. It says, the eyes, let's start from 16, 16 and 18, 17, I mean 17 and 18. That the, the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. The eyes of your understanding, being enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of his calling. Hallelujah. So for us to know the hope of his calling, we need to be guided. Hallelujah. We need the guidance of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. And for the Holy Spirit to guide us, we need to be attentive. Hallelujah. We cannot hear God's guidance when we are not attentive. Hallelujah. The Bible, in the book of uh, Exodus Three, it, it, it talks about Moses, that Moses was in the field looking after his father-in-law's flock and he saw a burning bush and when he was attentive to the burning bush, God gave directives, hallelujah. It's only when we are attentive to God, where God will be able to guide us, hallelujah. So we are going to pray that even as we are believing God for guidance, we will be attentive 
to his guidance. Hallelujah. Because even when God is guiding us, but we are not listening. We, we, we might not, we, I mean, we might miss it. Hallelujah. So we are going to pray for our attention towards God. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, God. That even as you are guiding us, God, oh, we appreciate you, God. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. Let's turn our Bible to Exodus 3. It says, now Moses was tending the flock of Jethro, his father-in-law, the priest of Midian. And he led the flock to the back of the desert and came to Herob, the mountain, the mountain of God. And the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a flame of fire from the midst of a bush. So he looked and behold, the bush was burning with fire, but the bush was not consumed. Hallelujah. Verse 3, it says, then Moses said, I will now turn aside and see this great sight, why the bush does not consume. Hallelujah. So before God could just give directives unto Moses, he was doing something. He was involved. Amen. <coughs> I'm sorry. He was involved in something, and God turned that something into his call. Hallelujah. Had he not went to the bushes, he would have not had God speaking to him. Hallelujah. So I want us this, this day to pray that this year I will be involved. I will enroll for all foundational classes. I will enroll for Bible college. I will join ministry because it is, it is in your involvement. Well, God will just start to give direction. That Turn this side, turn this side. Hallelujah. So we are going to pray that this year. We are all going to be involved so that we can hear God when he gives directions unto us. Hallelujah. Let's pray. Father, I thank you. I give you glory. I give you praises. I glorify the name of you. In Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. Let's go to our next prayer item. Let's open our Bible. You may be seated. Ephesians. One, we are going to read 19 and 20. 18, 18, the eyes of your understanding being enlightened. That you may know what is the hope of his calling. What, is, what are the riches of the glory of in the inheritance in the saint? Verse 19 says, And what is the exceeding greatness of his power towards us who believe according to the working of his mighty power, which he worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly places. Paul says there is mighty power that is working in our lives as the children of God. Hallelujah. He says this is not just power. He says this is the same power that raised Jesus from the dead. Hallelujah. So he, he was praying, I pray that you may know that there is power that has been set for us as the children of God. 
any, you, he said, you should not underestimate this power. Because this power, it's great. This power, it's powerful. And it's the same power that rose Jesus from the dead. Hallelujah. So sometimes when power is too much, we've been entrusted with power. We've been entrusted with authority. But sometimes when power is too much, there is danger of deception. Hallelujah. We might be deceived. Because when this power is working in our lives, God will provide one, two, three. But the danger is that we might tend to forget that this is not our own power. There is a source for this power. Hallelujah. So as this power is working in us, we should never detach ourselves from the source. Hallelujah. He says, without me, you can do nothing. Apart from you, you from me, you, you can do nothing. So, Lerina, as the children of God, we have power that has been entrusted unto us. But we should never forget that this is not our own power. There is a source. Hallelujah. When a fan is plucked here, you see it blowing windy. It's not the windy. It's about the plug that it's on. Hallelujah. It might be plugged, but when it's off, it cannot blow. Hallelujah. So there is power that has been entrusted unto us. That even as we are getting in this new year, we should know that this is the power of God that is working in us. Hallelujah. So we are going to pray. We are going to pray that God, he will take precedence in our lives. He will be number one priority in our life. Our schedules will revolve around God. Hallelujah. When you schedule, when you take your diary for the new year, you should look the schedule of God first. Hallelujah. We, you should fit in the schedule of God. Hallelujah. Because God cannot change his schedule for you. Right now, we should just see where we align ourselves to the schedule of God. Hallelujah. So, our center of attraction this year, even as we serve God, should be God himself. Hallelujah. That we will attach ourselves unto you. Hallelujah. That God would take preeminence in all our affairs. Hallelujah. He be number one priority in all our affairs. Hallelujah. Let's stand up and pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, God, that you are working by your spirit, God. There is power in Jesus' mighty name. We have prayed. Amen. Let's stand up and confess the following. Father God, I thank you for your mighty power that works in me. I embrace it. I treasure it. I thank you that because of this power, I'm able to do greater works. Because this is not just power. It's the same power that rose Christ from the dead. This power, it's working supernaturally in me 
And because of this power, people are impacted in you. People are coming to your knowledge because of this power. In the name of Jesus, no evil force can stand this power because this power is too much. Because of this power that works in me, I will never forget that you are the source of this power. I will never detach myself from you. I will focus on you. You will be preeminence in my in my all my affairs. You will be superior in all my affairs. You will take precedence in my life. You will be number one priority in my life. You will be the center of my attraction. My schedule will revolve around you in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Let's go to prayer item number, number four. Hallelujah. Our prayer item is that God would remove all the things that would distract us from walking in the perfect will of God. Hallelujah. Let's open Ephesians 1.18. the eyes of your understanding being enlightened that you may know what is the hope of his calling, what is the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. Hallelujah. 2020 has been declared a 2020 vision for us. Amen. When, when you go to, to, to traffic department, maybe you want to book for, a, for, for your license, they will just test your eyes. Amen. Your physical eyes. So if they say your, your eyes are on 2020 vision, it means you, you are able to see clearly. Amen. You can drive on the road because you see clearly. Amen. So God has declared unto us that our spiritual eyes are on 2020 vision. Hallelujah. Meaning, meaning we see clearly. Hallelujah. So our eye, eyesight is sharp. Amen. We are able to see everything. Amen. So because we are able to see clearly, the danger is that you might even see things that could just detract you from the perfect will of God. You might see things that will take you out of the will of God. Amen. So we are going to pray that God would just remove everything that wants to distract us from the perfect will of God. That even as we are seeing, we, 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 we just refuse to see our own things. We will see what God sees. Amen. We will not just see anything, but we will see what God sees. Amen. In this church, we have a vision of 1,000 churches in our lifetime. So as we see it clearly, we will know what to do in the right time. Amen. So we are going to pray that God remove everything that might come to distract to, to di distract us from your perfect will. Hallelujah. Let's pray. 
Father, we thank you. We thank you, almighty God. That we are able to see. We see clearly. You have declared that in, in Jesus' mighty name. We have prayed. Amen. Let's stand up and confess the following. I declare and confess that I have a 2020 vision. I see clearly. My eyesight is sharp. Therefore, I see what God sees. I refuse to see my own things. But I see what you see. Because I see clearly. I refuse any distraction to take me out of your will. Because in your will, there is safety. In your will, there is protection. Any distraction that intends to take me out of your will is removed. I declare that I'm rooted. I'm grounded. I cannot be uprooted. No force of the enemy will try to uproot me because your power works in me. In Jesus' name. Let's give our God a hand of praise. Hallelujah. So, this love of God is too much for us. Hallelujah. It's so much. Can the son just give us a song so that we can just praise the Lord? The reckless love of God. Hallelujah. Thank you for joining us during this episode. Join us next time, even as we continue to learn and grow with Apostle David Muluzi. Also, visit our website for more at cfcpolokwane.com. God richly bless you.